You're listening to the Corporate Expat Experience. Welcome back. Today, I'm really excited to introduce you to a woman who I met at a mastermind. And when she was sharing her story, what she went through as she transitioned from corporate to entrepreneur and how her business has evolved, I reached out to her immediately and said, Kat, I have to have you on my podcast. Your story is so inspiring. And I really feel that it's something that entrepreneurs need to hear. Different aspects of her story just resonated completely with me. And I know that it will with you. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Kat Ruiz to the podcast. Kat, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. So excited to be here. Yay. I'm so excited to have you here. So Kat, please introduce yourself to our audience. Yes. My name is Kat Ruiz and I live in Montauk, New York. I'm a former Wall Street employee, and now I run my own business called Pat Ruiz Wellness, helping working moms. I love it. And working moms definitely can use some help. I know working moms are under a tremendous amount of stress. I know that's something that you're very passionate about helping women and working moms since you are one too. Absolutely. Kat, tell us about what you were doing as a corporate employee, kind of how you decided to, that you wanted to do something different or or tell us about your evolution, your corporate expat experience, the transition. Yeah. So I got off, actually, I used to work at a law firm first. I thought I wanted to go to law school. So I did that trial period and I realized I absolutely did not want to go to law school. So I saved myself a lot of money by first trying it out. Um, and then, uh, I went into finance and I was working for Bernstein investment research and management, and I was working in the private wealth department, managing assets over a billion dollars. And, um, I was working a lot and working 12 hour days, uh, in a very high stress environment. And my husband also was working in finance too. So we were both burning the candle at both ends, uh, you know, getting up early, going to work all day, going to all the things you have to do afterwards, entertaining, and just leading very unhealthy lifestyles. So uh, for me, I've always been a very athletic person and I've always enjoyed having sort of a health and wellness lifestyle, but this career was definitely not in line with that. Definitely. I can imagine. I mean, very stressful environment indeed. So what happened? What made you decide to make that change? I decided to leave because I just realized it wasn't sustainable uh, for my body, for my mind and my soul. Uh, It was something that was sort of deep down inside. I realized that I wanted to help other people and I felt like where I was, I was just helping really wealthy people get wealthier. So, so I felt like I had a bigger purpose in life and a bigger calling. And that's really something that led me to just take a step back and reevaluate which direction I wanted to go. I was at a crossroads of deciding whether or not I wanted to pursue my MBA. Uh, so that was something which is a big decision to actually take that on to work full time and do your MBA. And I knew that that was something that was a sort of a pivotal moment where I needed to really weigh the pros and the cons. And is this really what I wanted to do? Actually, my husband said, is this what you really want to do? I mean, he, 
he had already been working in finance for years before me. And so he was in a place to say, Kat, really think about it because I don't feel like you're so passionate about this career choice. So that, you know, it's good when someone questions you and sort of makes you think about it too. Um, and I was like, you know, I really took a step back. I thought long and hard and I was like, oh, this is not what I want to do. Uh, so at that time I decided, uh, and actually my husband was taking a job in abroad in Dublin, Ireland. So either I was going to stay back and continue in my career or leave my job, figure out what I wanted to do and move to Ireland with him. So that is ultimately what I decided to do. I did not have a plan at that time. It was really sort of, all right, we're moving to Dublin. Uh, I'm going to figure it out. And, and that gave me the space to evaluate my life, which I know not everybody has that opportunity to be able to do that. So that was very helpful. But I knew before I left my job that that was not my calling and that was not my purpose in life. Well, so you've actually had the expat experience living abroad and you've, you're, you've done the corporate expat experience too. So I'm sure that you see the parallels between moving from one country to another and living in a new place to leaving corporate life and moving to entrepreneur world. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot of similarities there. Definitely. And so during that time that you were in Ireland, tell me about what you were doing. What, what did you do career-wise or were you just trying to decide what was next for Kat? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was a time to, of exploration for me because uh, I didn't have a visa to work or to do anything. So I was actually, I, I couldn't even do charity work. It was very hard. I actually, you know, went to a couple of places to try to volunteer um, but they're very strict about the requirements. So, you know, it was a time for me to sort of just figure out what it was that I wanted to do. And I am very passionate about education, education uh, as in learning, but also education as in teaching as well. And so I decided to go back to school. I wanted, I really wanted to continue my education personally for my own growth. So I decided to go back to school and get my master's in education. And at that time I did elementary education at NYU. So I applied and I got into the program. So when we moved back to New York City from Dublin that fall in September, I started the master's program at NYU. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. And I agree with you. Um, education is not just about learning. It's about teaching as well. And the more you learn, the more you can teach. So when you did that program, um, great opportunity to kind of figure out what's next for Kat, right? What do you want to do next? And how did that evolve into what you're doing today? So yes, completely uh, different and not different at the same time. But um, while I was in that program, I, the goal at the end of that program was to become an elementary school teacher in New York City public schools. And so I love working with kids. I now have two kids. Uh, that's something that I'm very passionate about. But while I was doing my master's in education, I had the summer off and I found yoga during a time in my life. My husband's father had passed away. It was a very difficult and challenging time for us. And I found yoga and it was the one place that I could just completely turn off. And as a super uh, type A personality, it's very hard to find places where you can do that. And that was, and, and I've always been into exercise, like I said before. So finally I come into a yoga room and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, that went by so fast. I didn't even realize it. I mean, I was just 
in my element. It was, I just found a sense of peace and calmness that I never knew before. And so I just became, I mean, I started practicing seven days a week. I was at the yoga studio every morning before I would go, because in my teaching program at NYU, we worked in schools, we worked in public schools in the morning, like during the day as teachers, and we were student teachers. And then in the evening, we went to class. So it was a full time, you know, 8am at the school, we got off at three or four, and then we would have class like six to 10. So it was an intense program. And so I would get up at like six in the morning and go to yoga because I had to get it in for the day. And it was such a transformational experience for me that uh, this summer, right after I found yoga, I decided to go to yoga teacher training. Uh, they were offering, it was a month intensive program, the month of June with Yoga Works in New York City. And when I first signed up and first started like, oh, I really want to do this. I really want to do this. It had nothing to do with wanting to teach. I had no desire to do that at all. I just wanted to improve my own practice. I wanted to understand what I was doing. I wanted to learn more about the spirituality aspect of it, learn more about the, you know, just everything, the alignment, everything. So that was more of a learning experience for me. Um, but as soon as I finished that program, I was asked by the studio that I was a practitioner at to start teaching. So I said, sure, why not? I mean, I'm happy to do that while I'm sort of doing my master's too. And I'm sort of, I was finishing that up. And then I finished my master's. I finished in January, as you know, with school years, it starts in September, it ends in June. So there were no jobs for me. I mean, I was looking at long-term sub positions and different things like that. But I really started diving into teaching yoga. I, I was substitute teaching at the same time. So I would take days at the schools and then I would take days at the studio. And I was just sort of finding, you know, doing all of it that I loved. They were both passions of mine and I was enjoying it very much. But in the end, ultimately, um, I, in 2008, in May of 2008, I auditioned for a big health club called Equinox in New York City, and I was hired by them. And uh, from there, honestly, I just never looked back. It's sort of, you know, my fate was decided for me. I ended up not going to look for a teaching job in September. I just started teaching yoga full time. That's fantastic. And fast forward to today, what is, what is, tell us about Cat Race Wellness and what you're doing, all of what you're doing today. Yes. So, from starting out there and, you know, becoming a full-time yoga instructor to now I'm running my own wellness business. And so now I work with corporate moms, working moms. Um, I also work with companies. So I offer corporate mindfulness sessions um, and I do one-to-one -one coaching with moms and I also offer group coaching. So yeah, it's just completely, you know, the business has evolved and I've evolved as a person as well. And so through that journey, now it's been over 13 years. It's hard to believe that, but that I've been in this industry and I've seen so many changes in the business, especially because of COVID um, where all the gyms and yoga studios closed and all of us were out of work. So that was a period of time where oh my gosh, we just lost our jobs all of a sudden overnight. What do we do? Right. So that was definitely a transitional period for me to reinvent my business online via Zoom. 
thank goodness for technology. And, um, and then through that period of time, you know, I really was able to take a step back again. It's like, as an entrepreneur, we're always evolving. We're always growing. We're always changing. You're seeing what doesn't work, what works, what's next. You know, I just feel like that's part of the spirit of being an entrepreneur. Otherwise you probably wouldn't choose this, <laughs> this line of work. You need to have a little bit of sense of adventure and uh, a little bit of risk taking here to sort of to take that plunge. But um, I realized that uh, along with meditation, yoga, breath work, you know, helping people find calm during COVID, I started uh, working with New York City companies, um, just offering these mindfulness sessions that proved to be extremely powerful and popular. Um, and through that, I decided to get go back and sort of continuing education, right? Like it's just constantly bettering yourself. And I decided to go through a coaching program because I realized that I wanted to hone in all of my skills. And I had been coaching and teaching people for so many years, but I wanted to develop that into a program. So that's sort of what led me into my coaching program. And through that, I've developed my own business and, and my own coaching program, helping other moms. That's fantastic. Now, when you were working back in finance, would you have ever imagined that you would be doing today what you're doing? No. <laughs> never. <laughs> Didn't even, never. you know, never crossed your mind, did it? Never. Never would have imagined. And I think that's that's such a such an interesting thing to think about is that we change so much. We evolve and our businesses evolve. But a lot of people who are in corporate jobs right now have a hard time seeing the future, what they could be and, and what might happen for them, what their career could be outside of those corporate walls. So yours was definitely starting to go one direction, took some twists and turns to land you here where you are. And you're obviously very happy and, and doing great work for working moms and for people in general, right? Love that you're going back to the companies too, and sharing what you've learned as well. Cause I think that's so important um, for companies to have these wellness initiatives and um, the employees benefit so much from that. So much. There's so many benefits from corporate wellness and being on the other side of it and knowing the unhealthy lifestyle that a lot of us fall into. It's not everybody, but it's, it's very hard to find a balance when you're working so many hours. And especially when you have a family, I, you know, the, the little time you have left over in a day, people want to see their kids and they want to spend time with their families. So it's so hard. And I, I feel like it's harder for women. Um, I just think that it's so challenging for women to be put in a position of like, okay, well, what's more important, you know, and, and inevitably we put ourselves last, you know, everybody else's needs come first. And we end up at the end of the list. And when you're operating from that place, you just can't, you just can't, you know, it, it's just like a, there's a no win road because you, you just can't give your best self when you're depleted. Completely agree. Put your oxygen mask on first, your own. <laughs> and I think too, you know, since you have that corporate background, you understand those demands. I'm sure, you know, obviously in what you're saying, it makes it so much easier for you to relate to what working women go through, the needs that they have, where they can um, 
find ways to put their own oxygen mask on first and through the work you're doing, that is incredibly helpful. What are some things, Kat, that um, you wish you had known earlier in the entrepreneurial journey? I wish I had known more about um, building a community because I think that being an entrepreneur, it's very lonely being alone. You know, you're by yourself, you're sort of building this business and you really need to sort of build your own community because you have to do it yourself. There's nobody else. You're not going into a workplace where there's a community already established. I think that's such an important key component is sort of building that community and finding other like-minded people that you can bounce ideas off of, also keep you accountable for the work you're doing. I think it's super important to invest in yourself and your business. That's something that I didn't really, I realized that later on how important it is, but one of my very close friends who is an executive coach, she said, Pat, I just have a budget every year. Like, this is what I'm investing in myself and my business. And I, you know, that just gave me such a different perspective. And I'm like, you're so right. I have, you know, I really haven't done that for a couple of years. Cause you kind of like, you get into the grind and you're working and working, you're working and you love the work you're doing, but it's still work. Right. And yes, it's not a specific hour. You know, I feel like I'm working all the time. So you kind of have the flexibility uh, to go on vacation with your family. But when I'm on vacation with my family, I also still need to respond to things that are happening, you know, because it's just a constant process and I'm the point person. So definitely, I think we take on that chief everything officer role. <laughs> and then going back to kind of the self-care, taking that time out for self-development, personal development and improvement learning opportunities, because those also benefit our clients as well. Absolutely. Yes. And that's, I mentioned earlier, the continued education part of it. It's like, even though we're experts in what we do, we also have to continue to stay up to date on everything that's going on in our world, you know, what we're doing and, and also in the technology aspect of it, you know, so it's very important to just stay on top of things. Is there anything that you miss about the corporate world? I do miss sort of the community of, you know, like, let's go grab lunch together. or Like, let's go get coffee or, you know, those kind of social interactions. I do really miss that. Um, so I've, I have built my own community of people that I can sort of have mentors. You know, it's so important to have a mentor ourselves, right? Because I feel like when you're in that corporate environment, there's always people above you and there's people below you. You kind of have that, that social, you know, sort of like the um, corporate roles that are in the office infrastructure. And when you're working on your own, you don't have that. So I do miss that social aspect of it. I'm a very social person and I love, but you know, I just have to like uh, have my girlfriends and Hey, I, we got to get out for dinner, get coffee together. So you're right. And I think that's one of the things that's very much like being an expat. I'm sure that you experienced this when you were in Ireland, you, you started to meet new people so that you had those connections within the community and very similar to the corporate expat experience where you're in a whole new world. You, you need to find people in that world who understand it, can relate to it and be part of that too. So Love that part of it about the community. I think that's so important. And it is something I miss from the corporate world too. <laughs> um, what, what do you love about being an entrepreneur? 
I love being able to spread my word and to help other people. Um, I did a, the other day, I did sort of a Facebook live with a mom's group and these moms are struggling with their babies going to sleep at night. And it's like, to just be able to impart some wisdom on them to help their lives, just to help them find, and it's, it doesn't take a lot. That's the key to it. It's like just finding little things here and there that you can impart these these beautiful pearls of wisdom on people that can literally change their life. I mean, so that like, for me, that's one of the best parts about it is that I feel like I'm making an impact on other people's lives. And I love owning that and, and being a part of the process of helping people get there. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. I love that. So Kat, any words of wisdom or advice that you can share for those who are thinking about possibly making a change, who are in their corporate role and, or they're an employee and they're thinking about, maybe I could make this, this leap into entrepreneur world, any words of wisdom for them? Yes. I think that you don't have to make a huge jump. It doesn't, you don't have to think about it in that way. I think one of the biggest things while you have your corporate job, you, you have stability there. And so something you can do, and I know it's hard and challenging and time, everything else that goes into it. I get it. I know. But, um, I think something you, you should do is definitely do your research. Research is super important and talk to people, you know, um, other people that you might know that are in the business. Um, I'm always happy to talk to people. So I'm always available for people to reach out to me. Uh, I love being able to help other people. And especially if anyone's thinking about transitioning. Um, I also think that something that's so important is just to look at your warm market, people that are right at your fingertips that you've probably already been helping, but you just didn't realize that you could actually, you know, build a business around this. So I think it's something when you're starting out or you're, or you're sort of thinking about making the leap to do, to sort of, you know, to write it out. It's, it's always good to sort of take the time to really visualize it, to write it out, make a list of the people you can talk to about it just to have that due diligence before you make a big decision, because it's a huge decision to leave uh, a consistent salary, um, benefits, <laughs> benefit, medical insurance, you know, these are all real things that it's not so easy to walk away from. And I totally understand that. And so it is really important before you make the leap to make the jump. And I always encourage people to do it. However, sort of lay the plan out, like have it, you know, it's not just a spontaneous, like, okay, I'm quitting my job tomorrow. It's like, you know, and, and the coaching program that I did, I had already been working in this industry, but so many people in my coaching program had full-time jobs. I mean, they would be on their lunch breaks on our calls, on our coaching calls, you know, so it's, it's hard and it's challenging, but everything that's worth doing comes with a cost and, and that's part of it. Absolutely. Well said. That's such great advice. So thank you so much for sharing and thank you so much for being on here. I really appreciate you and I appreciate the work you're doing. I think it's so important and I would love to have you come back and, and talk again about wellness and um, health and, and more, more good stuff from Kat. So how can people find you? 
Yes. Uh, people can find me on Instagram at, and it's K-A-T Ruiz. So Cat Ruiz Wellness, all one word. My website is exactly the same. It's www.catruizwellness.com. If anyone wants a free consultation, I offer free consultations. You can book on Calendly on my website. And also on my Instagram, I have a link tree. So you can click on that. I have tons of free information on my Instagram account. So I offer, I have breathing exercises and these are things that everyone can utilize. So free, it's all there on my Instagram page. So please feel free to go in there. I post different things for um, health and wellness all the time, different tips and tricks and things to kind of get you through, especially now in the holiday season, sort of the, the craziness of just trying to stay calm and, and balanced through this busy time of year. Absolutely. You have to check it out. Kat's page is amazing and such great information on there. Definitely. So be sure to check that out. Kat, thank you so much for being here and can't wait to see you again. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed this. Absolutely. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support this podcast, please hit subscribe, leave a rating and review, share it with others or post about it on social media. For show notes, links, to connect with guests and more, visit us at corporate-expat.com. And be sure to catch the next episode with more insights and inspiration to support your corporate expat experience. Bye for now.